0: Hello, All Beard Inside listeners, here's the audio from our newest YouTube episode. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new Trending Topics Network or many of the other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask you to rate, review, subscribe, and leave comments to wherever you are getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beard Inside. Today we are in Syracuse, New York, and joining me is Andrew, owner and director of brewing operations at Talking Cursive. Hello. Hi. Thank you very much for hosting us today. really appreciate this. Uh, it's clearly a very busy day with coming off the festival and stuff, so uh, let's talk some beer in the history of Talking Cursive. Uh, first off, you brought me some tasty-looking beers here to try. What am I starting with? Uh, first one is uh,
1: Crispy Girls. That's okay. our uh, Bohemian Pilsner. It's a uh, uh, women created and brewed, and it's won a silver medal in the 22 New York State uh, Craft Beer Competition.
0: Very cool. As we do, a toast. <laughs> Oh, that is refreshing. Wow. Is this part of like the Pink Boot Society? Because I know you mentioned it's a a woman who brewed it.
1: Uh, No, we just, uh, it kind of came about, our our women were like, so, you know, crispy boys, what about crispy girls? (laughs) Uh, And and the initial thought was like, well, we're getting ready to brew our Pilsner, you know, we can uh, just, you know, maybe do something a little bit different, call it that this time. And then it was like, actually, no, like, let's make this something let's do something like this like you guys come up with the recipe and you girls come up with the recipe (laughs) and uh, and so you know they all came in and brewed it and uh, so now uh, every time we brew it you know there's one of the women uh, that works here you know helping with the brewing and mashing in graining
0: out all that very tasty beer. That's, that's a great start to, for me. Uh, so what's the history of talking cursive? Let's, let's know the history of a brewery. Uh,
1: we, we established in 2017 okay. uh, and then opened our doors March of 2019. Okay. Uh, my wife and I were both into the hospitality business uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, thinking about opening a restaurant that uh, for a long time and then just kind of got into our real jobs and that kind of went away. And (laughs) then, uh, you know, it came like, well, breweries, uh, you know, don't open till, you know, don't have to stay open till 2 a.m. So we decided to
0: open a brewery. Amazing. Uh, Talking Cursive is a pretty unique name. Where did that come up from?
1: uh, Kind of came from uh, there's a a Dean Martin saying, I'm not swearing my words. I'm talking cursive.
0: Okay. Uh, So that's awesome. I love that. Cool. Now, I saw, like, the, the history board, this was, like, one of the oldest, the location you're in was, like, one of the oldest breweries in New York State until it burned down. So is that what decide, like, this is where we're making our brewery?
1: It, there was really a, a number of factors. Um, the, the history of this place as a brewery was a big part of it. So it was the, the home of the the first commercial brewery in Syracuse, uh-huh. and then also after that, the largest. Uh, it took up this whole block uh, all the way down to there and was eight stories tall uh, wow. at one point. so. Um, and that was Greenway's Brewery. And then really just, you know, the view here, we're across the street from the Niagara Mohawk building, uh, beautiful Art Deco building. And, uh, you know, if we were gonna be in downtown Syracuse, um, where else would you want to be? Yeah.
0: So, I mean, March 2019, you opened the doors. March 2020. Uh,
1: we got our one year anniversary in. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then um, Wednesday was like, Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'm not sure what's gonna happen. We might need to think of some plans. Like <laughs> yeah. Ohio and California are starting to close places. Uh, and then it was, you know, we just we did what we could. You know, it was. Um, well, it's gonna be two weeks till we flatten that curve, and we'll be fine. You know, and yeah. then uh, <laughs> then that didn't happen. Uh, we were we so we switched to takeout only for some time. Slowly came back as as the regulations changed, you know, we could have outdoor seating, then we could have four people at a mm-hmm. table, and then we could have six people at a table, and then we were back to being to-go-only again, yeah. and, um, but, you know, we, we weathered through that. Uh, the, well, you the,
0: survived, right? So we're we're still
1: here, you know, yeah. the, the government programs that were there were very helpful to us, got us through, and, uh, and we're still
0: here today. So. That's great. Did the locals, like your local fans, really step up, buy some extra stuff, buy a t-shirt, buy gift cards?
1: Absolutely. Um, You know, we had people that um, they basically, you know, would go to like three or four breweries every week and just like, you know, get a case of beer from every (laughs) single one of them, so.
0: That was me. It was like, okay, uh, now hey, where we live in Quebec, we were able to order online for pickup, which was cool. So it's like, okay, I'll order it, pop my trunk, they put in my beer and I leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So
1: I show, I show my phone to make sure it's me. So There were some yeah. advantages of that. Like as a customer, like I mm-hmm. can go to Portland and like everything's pre-ordered and, yeah. I, and I know it's going to be there because I've ordered it and paid for it. Mm-hmm. Not like drive seven hours and, oh
0: yeah, no, we're out of that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, it, you know the there were some good things that came out of the pandemic, but let's not have another one. <laughs> At least not in our lifetime. No, no, no. I, well, <laughs> this one, every hundred good, years, yeah. I'm okay with. So. <laughs> 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 so, besides the pandemic, clearly, any other kind of roadblocks establishing talking cursive.
1: Just general, you know, um, starting up a business and, mm-hmm. and the things you learn along the way and uh, the assumptions you make and uh, being able to be nimble and and make those changes. Um, One thing COVID did is it really it stopped everything, you know, and so a year in we're like, you know, running straight towards that wall. And it was like, well, hold on, put on the brakes. Yeah. You know, we had a a change in brewing and that happened at a a very slow time. So it wasn't a a super challenge, Mm -hmm. you know, because of that. Um, Just, you know, we were able to build it back the way we wanted to. So.
0: I discovered you guys through the New York State Brewing app mm. and I see you have the untapped thing as well. Do you find those are, are helpful drawing beer geeks like myself Absolutely, okay. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, it's it's really good to see that. I, I feel the New York State craft beer, you know, having done the festival, they just welcomed us. They're like, hey, I come in from Montreal and the drive was a little bit. Of a pain <laughs> butt, but it was, um, it's great that, you know. We're getting New York State out to our local Montrealers because Syracuse is a hop, skip, and a jump. It's four hours. You know, if you live in Kingston, it's an hour, two hours. And to me, you should be sharing local. You should. You know, somebody like yourself should be coming up to Canada and drinking our beer and then be coming down and drinking <laughs> your beer. And we're all spreading the love. And I do see like through your screen, there's a lot of supporting local. You use New York State hop farms and things like that. Yes. Was that always a focus of talking cursive is trying to stay as, as local as, as much as you can? Clearly, you can't for everything, but as much as you can to stay local.
1: Yeah. Um, what we can, you know, we do, um, we're we're dual licensed uh, as a farm brewery and a, a microbrewery. Okay. Uh, for each one, we just have to do fifty barrels to keep each license so that 's not a problem uh, for the new York right now it 's sixty percent malt sixty percent hops okay uh, and we actually used it, it was over sixty percent malt overall last year and just under sixty percent overall yeah. for hops
0: it 's good though like that 's what we 're about is supporting local businesses as much as you can clearly you can 't do for everything like you 're not buying a TV (laughs) made in the US or Canada, you're buying it from overseas, but when it comes to drinking beverages and eating food, support local, there's no question about it.
1: No, I mean, we get most of our, uh, like even our food, a lot of that is local, Uh, Mm -hmm. so like our burgers are, um, you know, like Black Angus from a local farm uh, in Auburn, so Center State Cattle Company, shout out.
0: It's a big circle too, because I'm assuming your spent grains goes to a local farm. Oh yes, yes. yeah. Yeah, that's the important part. All right, let's get to beer number 2 here. Uh, I believe that's Trail of Angry Otters, report me.
1: Uh no, the second one is going to be Joshua. Oh, okay. Uh, which is our ESB.
0: Okay. Awesome. Love an ESB. So tell me a bit about the beer. Uh it's an ESB. It's yeah. uh it's
1: uh long story behind it that I'm not ready to go into right now. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, no, that's fine. Awesome. But uh Atos. what's the uh, ABV on this?
1: 5.8. Okay,
0: that's not that. Oh, of course, yes. it's not up there right now. <laughs> now, of ESB, I find, is a very rare beer at a brewery. I mean, the IPA train is still chugging along, but it's good to get, like, a crispy and a malty beer oh. and then another type of beer, uh, which I think is next, is actually Trail of uh, the yes, yes. So it's nice to have these beers and
1: enjoy them. Yeah, we try and have a, a real nice selection, you know, kind of a combination of um, traditional beers, um, beers that people want to buy, so hazy IPAs, yeah. fruited sours, and then uh, stuff that we want to do, like a dark steam beer. Or... Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming the intro beer for people who come in and, uh, oh, I only drink, you know, Bud or Blue or whatever, like, it's, it's the... It's exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like, we'll, we'll try this. And... Yeah. Do you, have you ever gotten people who are, like, just hardcore Bud drinkers to, like, try crazy IPAs all of a sudden?
1: Th- not generally. No. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just you always hope. It, t- it takes time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was uh, the first couple of beers that ever came out of Truck and Cursive? Are they uh, still on the the menu? Too? Yeah. So
1: Joshua is one of them. Yeah. Uh, Kinade is our Scottish export ale. Uh, Spirit of Light. Uh, that was our original New York Pilsner, hundred mm-hmm. percent New York State ingredients. Uh, Crispy Girls has kind of taken that over. Yeah. Um, but we, you know we do still have it about half the time. Yeah. Um, Hop Flash, it's an American IPA. It's kind of evolved uh, since we've started brewing it. Um, it started out as a kind of East meets West. Mm-hmm. It's, it's still there, but it's gotten a little hazier. Okay, we've oof. changed the hops around a little bit. Uh, so kind of like a, a new age American IPA.
0: Very cool. Love it. I would like to ask this now. Clearly, you're very busy, you know, festival and everything, but uh, let's say two weeks opens up and you could take that beer-cation you've never taken. Where are you going?
1: Mm. Uh, I, uh, boy, that's a that's a really good one. Um, this, the problem is it's there's like, so much good. Beer that, in the world. Yeah, there is. There is. You know, it, it's like it could be like Maine, New Hampshire, you could do Vermont, mm-hmm. Germany, Colorado, uh, most of those I've been to. Texas, actually, is on my list. Texas, uh, wow. Jester King, mainly Jester King. I think you're the first King. person who's
0: ever said Texas on the show, and we're 157 <laughs> episodes in, so that's, that's, uh, that's a first. That's rare right for me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you know, what is it? There's 7,000 breweries in the U.S. right now. Something like uh, that. There's a couple of thousand in Canada. We're both a hop, skip, and a jump from each other. We're, we're over 500
1: so, in New York only.
0: Yeah, it's, it's insane. Like I, I, That's what the New York State app, it's like some guy's got checked into 477 degrees yeah. I'm like I've got 20 <laughs> so it's it's crazy and you know I'm pretty close to Plattsburgh, Albany Sarah, Saratoga Springs Syracuse is a little farther away that's why we're doing a full thing this weekend mm-hmm. know, for with interviews and stuff but uh, it's it's good that every kind of little big little city I guess would be Syracuse type yeah of thing. yeah because you do have a big university football program and stuff like that so you clearly get people coming in. A town of about 200,000?
1: Uh, I think 170 maybe, okay, but so, yeah, you know. And I saw about
0: area. 10 breweries in the area, so that's, that's for a beer drinker, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, as, as personally, and then what is it? At the festival, there'll be a 50 plus breweries from the state of New York. It's it's a lot of good beer drinking drink in the state, <sighs> and, and Vermont as well, so. Yeah, yeah. And then speaking about Vermont, trailer and anger outers, friends of the show, Jack from yes, Weird Windows. Yes.
1: Uh, so, our, our head brewer, Paul Zemba, uh, used to work, um, he was working at Long Trail, and, and okay. uh, Jack was up at Otter Creek there, yep. and uh, so uh, that's where that collaboration came from. Uh, I'll leave the rust and the, uh, of that to everyone's imagination.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. As we do? A toast. That nose is so unique. So smooth, too. Wow.
1: It's got kind of like a like a red IPA vibe along with
0: yeah. It's, it's like malty and hoppy, but not either one's not really overpowering the it, other. V-
1: very balanced.
0: Yeah, this is incredible. Wow, you and Jack uh, kick some butt here, or your brewer. Pa- yes, your brewer. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
1: I don't want to take credit where it's not
0: due. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, this beer's fantastic. Unfortunately, we didn't get to try it when we interviewed Jack. So this, uh, I'm assuming, it's at both locations.
1: I'm not sure if they still have it. So we brewed a Vermont version up there um, with the state laws and all yeah. that. Like we couldn't have theirs. They can't have ours. Yeah. Um, so, so Paul went up there in July and brewed there or earlier in the year was available at uh, VBF. And then uh, and then we did a virtual collaboration uh, for this version.
0: Yeah. Future collabs. Who would you love to collab with?
1: Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> too many. Um, I'm not even sure. We just, we just did, uh, came off of our year of collabs. We okay. actually did, uh, I think, we, we've been trying to like, make sure we remember them all. At, at, it's like 16 or 17 uh, collaborations that we wow. did this past That's year. So, um, but it was all about you know, like, trying new ingredients, learning new processes. You know, like we worked with uh, Lucky Hair and we have changed our salary process coming out of that collaboration. Uh, we did a collaboration with Stout Beard and used some uh, some new ingredients in that that we're using now uh, to you know as a, like a lactose replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's you know what it's all about for us is just you know it's, yeah sometimes it's fun to just like go okay yeah we're gonna make an IPA let's slap both our names on it but to me it's more about that you know spirit of brewing and yeah. and you know both both sides are learning something.
0: So uh, I'm new to the area. And so let's say somebody else is new to the area, comes here, tries a bunch of beers, eats some food, buys some cans, friends in the area that I got to go to. Uh,
1: Underground Beer Lab, Uh, Keith's doing great stuff over there, Um, mainly, um, yep, hazy IPAs, really, really, uh, you know, hop selection, all that kind of stuff, IPAs. Um, And then the occasional, you know, food age Pilsner or Saison, you know, a few fun project things as well. (laughs) I, I'm going to, so many people are going to be mad if I don't mention them. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard, though, because there's, there's like 10, 15 breweries within not even a half hour drive. It's, there's a lot in Syracuse. I was very surprised when I opened that app.
1: Yeah, I so. mean, it It, it kind of depends on, you know, like we always kind of like, well, what do you drink? You know, like if you like uh, English styles, you know, like head over to Middle Ages, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you like Hay- Hazy IPAs, go to UBL or, or Heritage Hill. Okay. Uh, you know, Bullfinch is making some some good stuff over there. Uh, you know, there's Willow Rock, there's Buried Acorn, uh, Eastwood, you know, and and Boar. Uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting somebody. Yeah,
0: no, there's... there's a, <laughs> and from what I'm seeing, like, you know, just if you're visiting just get a hotel room and everything from what I'm seeing is within like a half hour walking distance of the Syracuse kind of downtown core.
1: Yeah, I mean there's you can go from, you know, here to Middle Ages to Myers Creek has a spot on the Inner Harbor and then to buried Acorn and Bullfinch. Yeah. Um so, you know it's all
0: you know, just don't drink a drive and drink and stumble. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, and get an Uber <laughs> on the way back. So Amazing. Uh, Now, I know you also do food here. Is there a food and beer pairing program or just kind of suggestions?
1: So we, um, you know, we have a couple nights. So we have like uh, Wednesday's burger and beer night, Thursday's pizza and pint night. Uh, But we also do uh, like certain pairings. Um, Generally, those are more of like a special occasion. So we do brewer's dinners two or or three times a year. uh, And that's with like a very... You know, select menu and, and beer pairing set up for that. Yeah. Um, we also do like for beer week, we did uh, taco flights and beer flights together. So it was like three tacos and a dessert taco huh. paired with four beers.
0: That's cool. I, lo- I like stuff like that. I've, you know, people are like, oh, you're a beer snob now. I'm like, yeah, but I'm enjoying local <laughs> and I'm enjoying good food and I'm enjoying good beer. So, yeah, I'll, I'll admit to being a snob. There's no problem with that. <laughs> Uh, I noticed you do quite a bit of charity stuff—a uh, beer for hero or hero for beer Thursdays. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What made you decide like we we need to do cha- we need to do this charity stuff?
1: Uh, for I mean, I'm a veteran first, so okay, okay, uh, yeah. United States Marine Corps, uh, and um, just also, you know, I think part of being a responsible business owner is being involved in your community. Mm. So um, we work with you know some veterans groups, um, Red, White, and Blue, or. Um, Also, uh, on our flight, uh, we did a beer for them, Mission 15, for their, um, basically, their flight was uh, delayed due to the pandemic, so it was, like, two years before they got to take that, so we did a beer where, like, a dollar from every can and pint went towards, uh, you know, went towards Mm. that mission, Um, and then other, we work with Pages Butterfly, run a lot. Um, They're run starts right out where we open so it makes you know complete sense to work with them Um,
0: no it's good it's 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 still it's like that community focus local supporting local because if you're supporting them then they're going to come support you and then people who want to support them will hear about you and you know it's that great big circle of of kind of the beer alcohol or craft industry of let's all kind of get together and i do see you have more or less a full bar too. I'm guessing most of those are local distilled alcohols as well.
1: Oh uh, yeah, so with the, the farm brewery that allows us to have uh, New York State spirits, wine, mm-hmm. and cider. Okay. Uh, so it's all New York State.
0: Yeah, so that's that's it. And you're, it's the important part is that you're supporting local businesses. You're not t- giving money to a share owner and in or anything. I like mean,
1: that. I think that yeah, that was you know a, bit, a big part of uh, expanding mm-hmm. the you know the breweries in New York State was keeping the money in the state. You yeah. know, with with the you know even the the malt and the hops. Uh, you know, keep that money in New York State.
0: Amazing. Alright, what's this last beer I got here?
1: The last one here is Golden Keys. Uh, that's the the latest in our Stolen Keys series.
0: Uh, that nose is, is beautiful. Uh, what's 6% or something? Uh,
1: this one, uh, s- 7. 7, okay. 6, 6 or 7, I, awesome. I can't remember. Uh,
0: a toast?
1: So this is, we've done a, a whole bunch of different New England IPAs. Yeah. Uh, this one, you know, we said like, all right, well, like, let's just give people what they want, uh, Citra, Mosaic, Simcoe, yeah. Golden Promise, Golden Naked Oats. Uh...
0: Amazing, thank you. Well, see, it's, it's nice and balanced, like, it's not crazy over the hop, poppiness. Like, some, some New Englands now are just like, whoa, but I also enjoy those, you know, I enjoy every type of craft beer there is. There's very, I think there's two, out of the thousands and thousands of beers I've tried, there's two that I've ever been like, no, this is disgusting, <laughs> <laughs> uh, And that's probably just me, because that's, that's my thing. Uh, your labeling's pretty unique, too. Who works on, on your can labels?
1: Uh, so uh, Randy Hansor, he's our artist. Uh, he also does work uh, with uh, Buried Acorn as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's um, it's it's evolved quite a bit uh, since we opened. Uh, we. You know, kind of started with this kind of like yellow can, uh, you know, design in the middle. And then it's just kind of evolved since that.
0: Now you have your barrel aging program out front. What made you decide to not keep it hidden in the brew house? Space. Okay. Uh (laughs) Makes sense.
1: (laughs) Actually, a a COVID mistake. Um, You know, our tasting room was closed. So we're like, yeah, well, we've got room for these barrels. Uh, And then it was... As we started reopening, it was like, "Oh yeah, where are we putting these barrels now?"
0: <laughs> uh, you guys are attached to a apartment building, you get a lot of
1: yes. people who live upstairs. Oh, yes, who yes. can,
0: I don't have to drive.
1: Woo! Absolutely, absolutely.
0: <laughs> That's great.
1: Uh, even a couple of employees that live there. So
0: very cool. Um, your tables and stuff, you're very like the old pipes and stuff. Is that a local, you know, uh, metallurgist? two major tables and stuff? Uh,
1: so we we did uh, the tables uh, in the tops were through um, uh, Casanova Cut a mm-hmm. uh, local company and okay. uh, just outside of it, where where my wife and I are, are from.
0: Okay, cool. Uh, so we're coming off the festival, um, the New York State Beer Festival in Syracuse. I understand it goes Syracuse, Albany, and a few other places, but... Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, but at this year's festival, what were you, what were you pouring?
1: Uh, so we had our the Trail of Angry Otters collaboration, uh, the Crispy Girls, our uh, newest uh, exoplanet fruited sour, the pineapple kiwi mm-hmm. orange, and uh, also Nimo Elvis, uh, who you can see right across there, yeah. uh, <laughs> right in the middle. That's Nimo Elvis, our buddy, and uh, we're also going to be bringing bottles of our uh, Kisses sweeter than barley wine, which was a, uh, a bourbon ex port wine barrel-aged barley wine.
0: Wow. That uh, sounds like it was amazing. I'm sure it's going to go like that because, you know, people at beer festivals, especially like this one where it's 80 and I believe it's all you can drink, are going to go like the big have. ones yeah. to yeah. start. You know. I'm not going to be walking around <laughs> drinking lagers all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back. Amazing. And um, I guess this is kind of the first big one back after COVID too. How, how does it feel to have that festival coming back? Uh nice,
1: nice. Yeah. Uh, we we did it last year. It was a little bit subdued. Um, you know, this year it seems like it's going to be right right back on track. So amazing.
0: At- uh, thank you very very much, Andrew, for hosting us today. Um, first, I want to ask, what's next for talking cursive as, as a brand?
1: Kind of you know up in the air right now with everything uh, going <laughs> on. There's you know we're we're looking at expansion, but there's you know the CO two issue going on right now that is kind of concerning. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. you know do you want to invest uh, in a large facility and then oh you can't use it uh so we're we're looking to see what the other options are um but we're we're right at that spot where we're kind of getting ready to go you know uh, a little bit further yeah. with what we're doing uh just don't know what exactly that looks yeah. like yet um,
0: yeah oh i mean look 2019 one year pandemic i don't think you have to rush
1: into anything it does soon so. no no you know we just kind of um you know work on work on making the beers better and all that and uh you know like our original plan was we were going to start canning like this year okay uh we would do it you know once or twice a year here and there but you know year three four is when we'd really start canning and trying to get out to other places yeah. um pandemic obviously changed that it was like yep. we i mean yep. we had our anniversary we had <laughs> you know seven barrels of everything fresh and it was like so what do we do with this okay yeah. five dollar crawlers and hopefully we can pay for the hops yeah <laughs> thank you very very
0: much once again oh. i know you're clearly very busy so uh i'm glad that we got to speak about talking cursive and that's a big thing for those who are looking for talking cursive let them know where they can find you
1: uh, so we're here in Syracuse, 301 Erie Boulevard West, uh, in the Creek Walk Commons, right across from the uh, Art Deco Historic yep. Niagara Mohawk <laughs> Building. Uh, you can find us online, talkingcursive.com, or uh, Facebook, Instagram, untapped, uh, Talking Cursive Brewing.
0: So all that's going to be in the show notes. As for us, allbeerinside.com is the website. At allbeerinside on all social media. And as you say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap.